When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a personal shark lover. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, and anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. Every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. We all know the song Baby Shark, but did you know that on this day in 2016, scientists announced their discovery of the grandma of all grandma sharks? This ocean queen was estimated to be between 272 to 512 years old, making her the oldest vertebrate animal in the world. To give you a little bit of perspective, that means that when Grandma Shark was born, Shakespeare might still have been alive, the pilgrims were landing on American shores, the Taj Mahal was being built, and China's last great dynasty was just coming into power. She was a young adult during the American Revolution and survived all the environmental changes of the 1900s and early 2000s. Scientists estimate the age of sharks by examining the layers of proteins in the lens of their eyes. It's kind of like measuring a tree's age by its rings. The innermost layer is the oldest, formed when the shark wasn't even born yet, and scientists can estimate the age of the innermost layer by using carbon dating, the same process that we use to date fossils and the age of our planet. Long story short, it's not an exact method, but it does give us a pretty accurate range. Want to hear a few of the oldest living things? The Galapagos tortoise has been known to live up to 177 years. A Great Basin Bristlecone Pine in California has lived over 4,700 years, meaning it was already growing as the ancient Egyptians built their first pyramids and woolly mammoths still roamed the earth. Scientists believe the oldest living thing is a type of sponge that lives in Antarctic waters and appears to have lived for 15,000 years, which is 10,000 years longer than recorded human history. But back to Grandma Shark. She was a Greenland shark living in the frigid waters around and north of Greenland. Greenland sharks are apex predators, meaning they have no natural predators and are kings and queens of the food chain. They grow up to be about 16 feet and weigh over a ton, so nobody is messing with them, but not to worry. They generally stick to the waters of the North Atlantic and the Arctic Ocean, which are way too cold for a casual swim, so no human victims have ever been verified. In fact, as we learned in our June 20th episode about the iconic film Jaws, shark attacks are actually really rare. Of the over 300 confirmed species of sharks in the world, only about a dozen have ever attacked humans. More people are killed each year by vending machines than by sharks. Despite these facts, you don't really see a lot of horror movies about killer vending machines. Sharks capture our imagination in a way that more common threats simply don't. And nowhere is that imagination more vividly on display than in pop culture. 
Pop culture is absolutely swimming with sharks, pun intended. We see the apex predator show up time and time again with Jaws to finding Nemo's friendly vegetarians to the truly distressing movie 47 Meters Down. Sharks have become viral memes time and time again. Remember Left Shark from Katy Perry's 2015 Super Bowl halftime show? Or how about Sharknados? One, two, three, four, five, and six. And yeah, even Baby Shark. Again, if you love a good shark fact and you want to learn more about sharks and pop culture, listen to our June 20th episode about the making of Jaws. Ultimately, sharks are worthy of our attention. Sharks are incredibly powerful, diverse, and ancient creatures of the deep. And as apex predators, sharks are a pillar of the ocean's ecosystem, helping hold the entire thing in balance. Without sharks, a chain reaction of events would alter the entire makeup of our seas. For example, sharks keep other predator populations under control, which helps smaller fish thrive. These smaller fish are critical to keeping coral reefs healthy and clean. Where shark populations decline, coral reefs tend to suffer or even disappear. These changes don't just affect the oceans, but our economy as well. One study in North Carolina found that as the shark population decreased, hungry rays and other predators ate all the bay scallops and forced fisheries to close. Sadly, shark populations are decreasing around the world. Since 1970, the global population of sharks has declined by more than 70%. Many species are facing extinction, which could devastate other ocean species' survival, and the main cause of the decline is overfishing and unregulated fishing practices that injure or kill sharks unintentionally. Climate change and pollution are also damaging the ocean homes of these majestic fish. Scientists urge immediate policy changes to help curb careless fishing practices, promote the recovery of endangered species, and slow the march of climate change. Now let's talk about music. 1984 was a spooky summer with the release of the blockbuster hit and cultural phenomenon Ghostbusters, starring Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Sigourney Weaver. But the movie wasn't the only hot ticket item. On August 11th of that year, the theme song, also called Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr., started a three-week streak at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. It was later nominated for the Oscar for Best Original Song. Unfortunately, it also hit a few bumps along the road. Parker was sued by Huey Lewis for plagiarism. Lewis claimed that Ghostbusters copied the melody of his song, I Want a New Drug. You can look up both and come to your own conclusions. In the end, Parker gave up some royalties in a court settlement. Ultimately, the song lives on with the immortalized phrase, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. And now for today's final segment, I'll be going back into my own photo archive to see what I was up to on an August 11th in my life. On August 11th, 2019, I went to see the, I, I don't even know if it was the second day because I don't think I honestly went the first day beyond just going to do work, but I did go to Outside Lands 2019, which was the last time that Outside Lands actually happened. I am now performing at Outside Lands this year, 2021, um, or at least I hope I will be. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Fingers crossed on that front. But I'm excited to share with you that I saw Casey Musgraves when I went to go to Outside Lands 2019. Um, she was one of the headliners that I was actually like wanting to see. So I took the train all the way from Oakland over to San Francisco just to see Casey Musgraves and um, hoped that I didn't run into any sort of uh, high school friends because Usually, if you're from the Bay Area or if you're from any city, you know, when you go to some sort of big event like that, you'll see a lot of people that you know. I 
simply would run into too many people. <laughs> and so I tried to avoid as many people so I could just watch Casey Musgraves in peace and then go home <laughs> and drink boba or something. Thanks for going back in time with me and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.